and I'm an alcoholic. Um, thank hey, you, Jesse, for asking me to share a little bit about um, my experience, strength, and hope um, with you guys tonight. I want to welcome the newcomers um, and everyone that took chips tonight um, and congratulate them. I love milestones and sobriety and, um, you know, this whole thing is just so crazy. I was running around, ran on a run today and I like was lounging and I just showered to do this meeting. So like, um, I don't know, like I just, AA gives me like purpose and somewhere to be still during this like craziness. And I'm really thankful. Um, my sobriety date uh, is December 29th, 2017. And um, so I just celebrated two years of continuous, honest sobriety. And I'm very grateful for that. Um, I was introduced to the rooms when I was 17 years old. I got a DUI. Um, and I was driving 80 miles per hour in a... Um, 40 mile per hour zone in a bikini and the cops, I don't know why they didn't like that. Um, so I, I got a DUI and I was um, introduced to the rooms and with doing that, they told me to do community service and um, the meeting I went to was the Alano Club, the Friendship Club in Orange and they said to just sit down and listen. And I sat and I listened and I did my hours and I, got my signatures and I left. Um, I didn't come back into the rooms until I was 25 years old. And until then I wasn't ready. So when I, I started off um, smoking and drinking, um, I just thought it was like a normal um, teenager, you know, growing up, partying, doing whatever I wanted to do. And I thought the consequences were were right for what I was doing, you know? And um, when I got my DUI and six tickets that night, it was $850. So like, it was a really minor slap on the wrist for me. My license was taken away for a year, but um, I didn't really um, hurt anyone else. And um, I didn't learn anything from it, unfortunately. And, but something was planted when I went into the rooms when I was 17 years old. I knew where to go back exactly when I was ready to get sober and to get help. Um, so my, my story is about drugs and alcohol. That's who I am and that's what my story is. Um, when I graduated high school, I didn't go like the college route like everyone else. I, my partying took presidency over anything and everything. I uh, made sure that I could have a job that um, I was able to either drink at or uh, show up, you know, not all together. And uh, I couldn't hold a job really to save my life. Like my jobs always changed because everyone was getting sick of me. Um, so as the years went on, you know, um, I continued to drink and it only got worse and my drugs of choice changed and um, it led me down like a really dark and scary and lonely path. Um, as I was like running and gunning, my sister ended up getting into some trouble and she was given the opportunity to go to jail or to go into rehab and rehab. Um, and with her stay there, she just planned on doing 30 days and then coming back out, you know? And I thought in 30 days, I'd have my sister back and we'd be running and gunning and be wild and wacky women. And uh, she never came back, you know? And she just celebrated seven years of sobriety. So, um, my dog. Um, 
So while my sister got help and got sober, I was like on my own path and on my own journey. And um, I completely, I didn't respect myself. So therefore, like I didn't respect anyone else. Like I used and abused everyone in order to get my way. Like I didn't care who I took out or like what I had to do in order to maintain like what I was doing. Um, and like, I, I like, I literally like, I, I, I hated, I hated myself, like from the innermost like core of my body to like the outside. Like I was at the point, um, you know, right before I got sober, like I knew I didn't want to live, but I was so afraid to die. And like, I thought that like, I would have had more purpose, you know, if I just got help and like, um, and that's what I did. I, I, I tried to get sober back in October of 2017. I went to a meeting in Orange. And I Ubered there from the bar. And um, I went in and I had nine days of sobriety. I didn't have a sponsor and I didn't have a big book. And I just thought I could do it. You know, I could just do it. I did nine days and I'm good. And so I was cooking one night and I thought, why, why can't I just have a glass of wine? And uh, that glass of wine took me out another two months. And uh, I needed that. Like, I needed that two months to completely go absolutely nuts. And um, I, it was Christmas morning, and my mom called me and she said, You know, hey, Hill, where are you? Uh, the whole family's over and we're opening gifts. And I was in a hotel room doing drugs I told myself that I would never do with people that I would never hang around. And I had to show up to my family's house in the condition that I was. And I don't know um, if that was my bottom or, you know, everything leading up to it. I was um, talking to someone yesterday and they said, you know, what, what is your bottom? You know, like what, what did it take? Like I was homeless and I did this and I did that and like homeless for a year. And I'm like, you know, everyone's bottom is so different. Like we can raise our bottoms and just stop exactly where we're at. Like we don't have to get a DUI. We don't have to kill someone. We don't have to lose our job or our wives or our husbands or our kids or our families or like whatever it may be. I feel like everyone's bottom is, you know, exactly how they feel inside. And like the outside is really like what's different. And, um, you know, step one on page 59, um, I mean, we were powerless over alcohol and that our lives had become unmanageable. Like to me, like, absolutely, like through and through, I'm an alcoholic. Like, I know I can't just have one drink. Like, I know I can't have two. Like, I'm a blackout drinker. That's why I do other things so I can drink more. And, you know, when I got sober, I thought this whole like unmanageability was like everything in my life. Like I couldn't shower. I couldn't go to work. I couldn't pay my bills. Like cars getting repossessed. Couldn't, you know, have any healthy relationship. Like my parents hated me and my sister didn't even like claim me as a sister. Like. You know, I thought all that was the manageability part, right? But it's like everything that's between my ears. And um, I didn't realize that until I got sober and started working in this program. How much um, goes on in my head, you know? And, and having two years of sobriety, like, I am in such a different place than I ever thought I would be. And I, like, I'm happy. I'm grateful. I'm super uncomfortable right now. But it's um, that uncomfortable, it's that like uncomfortable feeling where like I'm wanting to do the work on myself. And um, so I'm reading this 
book. I show you guys the cover. My dog chewed the front of it yesterday. Um, it's called 12 Hidden Rewards and Making Amends. And, um, you know, it says we've come to realize that our values are all screwed up, that we lost sight of what truly was important. Bill Wilson stated in this way, we had lacked the perspective to see that character building and spiritual values had to come first and that materialistic satisf satisfactions were not the purpose of living. We learned that we had to shift our consciousness to a life based on having materialism to one based on being spirituality. We shifted our focus to who we are rather than what we had. And, um, you know, that's what my life's about today. Like, it's not about the, like, getting the new shiny objects and replacing people for better ones. And it's about, like, being present in the moment. You know, I, I have this life where I have purpose today. Like, I still have my job that I had, like, when I was all screwed off and, like, not sober. And, you know, I'm, I'm a worker among workers. Like, I'm a daughter. I'm a sister. I'm a friend. You know, I get to work with other women in this program. I, I'm a sponsee, you know? Like, I have someone that I go to and I remain teachable and I remain willing in this program. And I pray that like, I always stay desperate and like, um, I never lose sight of, of how I was, you know, like that chaos, that insanity, like, yeah, sometimes it comes back, but like, I'm, I'm able to like, kind of just like walk evenly in the middle. Like there's no high and there's no super low for me. Like everything is like super, my dog's driving me nuts. Um, my life is like, you know, pretty even today. And like, I appreciate that because like, I, I was the one that couldn't manage my emotions. Like I couldn't, I couldn't do anything, you know, right. And um, I had a really bad anger problem. And like today, like I strive to walk with grace in this program. I strive to be like a lady and I strive to be gentle with everything that I do. And like, no, I'm absolutely not perfect. And, uh, you know, I've come to realize like with doing a lot of work, like during this whole, um, pandemic that we're in that, like, you know, it says like progress, not perfection. And like, I was always striving for perfection in the program and, uh, like recently, like I'm just trying to like practice and I heard something in a meeting, you know, a while ago and it says the only thing that I do perfect every day is not drink. Um, everything else I just practice. And I love that, you know, like I, I try to practice these principles in all my affairs. I try to be like authentic and show up with integrity. Like how can I teach the principles of the program if I'm not even doing them myself? Um, I have no idea how much time I have, but I just want to say welcome to everyone. Thanks for letting me share. Um, if you're new, you know, like these Zoom meetings are amazing. Like I'm so happy that I'm able to join and do like way more meetings. Like, you know, because of this program, like I went, I went back to school full time. Like I know what I want to do with my life. Like I'm not stuck in a dive bar. Like I'm not waiting for my dealer. Like I'm not that person anymore. Like. I'm so free. I'm actually living. And like, I, like my heart's calm today, you know, like I don't, I like, I live for AA and I love it. It's giving me a life. So if anyone um, is looking for a sponsor or someone to read with or go through the steps, like whatever, or just chat, like you can message me on here and I'll give you my phone number, but I'm willing to help any women that are struggling. So thanks for letting me share.